0: It's Vet Girl here again with Minnesota Daycare Cred, so excuse the scratchy voice as we do today's podcast, but I wanted to ask you guys to take the time to write a review if you like our Vet Girl podcast, either on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We totally appreciate it and always look for feedback, so feel free to reach out to us. And with that, here's today's podcast. We all know how difficult it can be to make a cat vomit when we actually need them to vomit. Veterinary emergency hospitals are encouraged to stock formulations of apomorphine for inducing emesis in dogs, but sadly, this medication does not seem to work in cats. The theorized reason behind the cat's lack of robust emetic response to apomorphine stems from anatomical differences in their chemoreceptor trigger zone receptors, where they're believed to favor more of the alpha-2 receptors over the dopamine receptor abundance that dogs exhibit. For this reason, most hospitals carry xylazine, an alpha-2 adrenergic agonist more commonly used in large animal anesthesia. However, if you've ever tried to make a cat vomit using xylazine, the response is variable and many will not vomit when appropriate doses are used. Clinically, I've always felt like it only works half the time in my poisoned feline patients. So, what does your hospital use to induce emesis in cats? In this VetGirl podcast, We'll review dexmedetomidine, what I'll call dexdome from now on, versus xylazine as an emetic in cats. By the way, remember that you should not use hydrogen peroxide in cats as it can result in severe hemorrhagic gastritis. So Tholly and Drobats out of University of Pennsylvania School of Veterinary Medicine wanted to evaluate which emetic agent to use in cats. In a retrospective study called Assessment of Dexmedetomidine and Other Agents for Emesis Induction in Cats, 43 cases from 2009 to 2014. The authors reviewed records from 2009 to 2014 at the Matthew J. Ryan Veterinary Hospital at the University of Pennsylvania to assess whether emesis in cats was successful using either dexmedetomidine, xylazine, or hydrogen peroxide. They also looked at the time it took until production of emesis after the emetic agent was administered to the patient. A total of 43 cats were evaluated. In this study, the reasons for emesis induction were mostly related to toxin ingestion, such as lilies, rodenticides, NSAIDs, etc. But string ingestion was also a relatively common cause. Remember, we don't typically induce emesis if it's a linear foreign body, only when it's recent ingestion, and that we confirmed that the linear foreign body is not in the duodenum, or there's no plication seen on radiographs. In this study, hydrogen peroxide was administered to 3, or 7%, of the cats at a standard canine dosing of 1.5 to 2 mL per kg, and was ultimately unsuccessful at inducing emesis in all three cats. Again, please stop using hydrogen peroxide in your cats. Xylazine was administered at a median dose of 0.44 MIGs per kg to 25 cats, or 58% of the cats. Most of the cats received the xylazine intramuscularly, but one cat received the drug intravenously. By the way, be careful doing that because it makes them really, really sedate and hypotensive. In the cats that received xylazine, emesis induction was successful in 11 of the 25 cats, or 44% of the time. That fits with my clinical experience of it only working half the time. Dexmedetomidine was administered to 16 of the cats, with roughly half of these cats receiving a median dose of 7 mics per kg intramuscularly, and the other half receiving a median dose of 3.5 mics per kg intravenously. Emesis induction was successful in 81% of the cats, 13 out of 16, induced with dexmedetomidine. For the three cats with unsuccessful emesis induction with dexmedetomidine, their median doses were a bit lower than the average IV dose at about two mics per kg, but a statistically significant difference between the successful and unsuccessful IV doses was not found. One in doubt, go bigger. Interestingly, although the study did not show statistical significance between intravenous and intramuscular administration of dexdomitor, all cats that received intramuscular dexnomator vomited whereas only 6 out of 9 cats administered IV dextome vomited. This suggests that perhaps intramuscular administration is the best route to give to induce emesis in cats. Thali and Drobats also found that the elapsed time between drug administration and successful emesis for xylazine was 10 minutes and for dextomator was 5 minutes, although these results were not found to be statistically different. Even better, however, for us inpatient emergency critical care types. The only adverse effects reported from the emesis induction agents was sedation following induction with xylazine in two cats, and sedation following induction with one cat with dexmedetomidine. These cats were all successfully reversed with yohimbine or adipamazole, respectively. So, what can we take away from this Vet Girl podcast? For cats, dexmedetomidine and xylazine hydrochloride, alpha adrenergic agonists, Are centrally acting emetic agents that work on the alpha receptors of the chemoreceptor trigger zone and are much safer on the gastrointestinal tract as compared to hydrogen peroxide. Based off this study, dextomator outperforms xylazine and hydrogen peroxide when used for the purpose of emesis induction in cats. Keep in mind that the use of apomorphine and hydrogen peroxide are not recommended for cats as they are ineffective or can result in severe adverse effects like hemorrhagic gastritis, respectively. By the way, for dogs, Xylazine does not reliably produce an emetic response in dogs and thus is not recommended as an emetic agent. We prefer apomorphine or hydrogen peroxide in dogs. As for cats, adverse effects seen from alpha-adrenergic drugs can include bradycardia, sedation, tremors, and respiratory depression. Overall, Tholly and Drobats found that dextomator at 7 mics per kg IM resulted in emesis approximately 80% of the time in cats, as compared to only 44% of the time in cats with xylazine. A similar study by Wiley and all also supported similar findings. Note, alpha adrenergic agonists should not be used in cats that have recently ingested certain medications like other alpha adrenergic agonist drugs or products that may have resulted in compounding of bradycardia, respiratory depression, sedation, or CNS depression symptoms, by the way. Possible concerns about using an alpha-2 agonist such as xylazine or dexmedetomidine are their cardiovascular effects, as they can cause peripheral vasoconstriction and reflex bradycardia. However, this study did not evaluate the safety of these agents due to lacking information in the available medical records. Fortunately, both agents have effective reversal agents, so theoretically if a cat were to exhibit concerning signs related to blood pressure or arrhythmias, the patient could be fully reversed. Of course, that's after we've drawn blood work and placed the IV catheter. Overall, the authors concluded that dexmedetomidine was much more successful at emesis induction and theorized a possible reason for this may be that dexmedetomidine may exhibit a stronger alpha-2 adrenergic receptor selectivity than xylazine. That girl agrees. Dexmedetomidine has proven more effective at inducing emesis in cats than xylazine in the ER setting following toxin ingestion based on my clinical experience too. This study helps pave the way for a more effective emetic agent to be utilized more readily in the emergency situation for our tricky feline friends. Note, the author points out that this study only focused on whether emesis was successful or not following administration of hydrogen peroxide, xylazine, or dexmedetomidine, but specify that not all successful events of emesis can effectively eliminate the offending toxin or foreign material. So while we know what a medic agent to now use in cats, just be aware this study did not assess how well they vomited up their foreign body or toxicant. When in doubt, contact the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center for life-saving advice.